Thank you for joining us today for Get Connected with Bishop Israel Ade Ajala, prophet, teacher, evangelist to over 64 nations, author, and senior pastor of Kingdom Connection Christian Center. And now let's join Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. Welcome to the radio ministry of Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. You can listen to Bishop Israel Ade Ajala on the following radio stations, 670 AM and 1220 AM. You can also listen online on the following websites, 670KLTT.com, 1220KLDC.com, and ctkradio.org. Also, you can connect with Bishop Israel Ade Ajala on YouTube at Ade Ajala Ministries and on Facebook Live at Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. Subscribe to Bishop Israel Ade Ajala's podcast, Apple Podcast, Pandora, Spotify, Google Podcast, Amazon Music, and receive Get Connected. Contact Bishop Israel Ade Ajala via email at info at kcconline.org or by phone at 720-859-1737. Now, it's time to hear the word of faith. Here is Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. 1 John chapter 2 Verses 12 to 14 says, I write to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. I write to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you have overcome the wicked one. I write to you, little children, because you have known the Father. I have written to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I have written to you, young men, because you are strong and the word of God abides in you and you have overcome the wicked one. I want to welcome you to this Get Connected today. And uh, I want to say to you, you are an overcomer because of the word. <clears throat> Listen, John was writing and he said, I have written to you, young men, because you are strong and the word of God abides in you and you have overcome the wicked one. The reason the young men overcame was because the word of God abides in them. Now, in the Bible, God speaks to us. And in prayer, we speak to God. In the Bible, God speaks to us. But in prayer, we speak to God. And it's very important that God speaks to you. When we pray, it is as a result of the word that God has spoken to us. As a matter of fact, prayer 
is speaking back to God the word and the promises he had already spoken to us. <clears throat> when God says, I will supply all your need according to my riches in glory. When you have a need, you now go to God and you say, Lord, I thank you because you will supply my need according to your riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now, why do I say that? I want you to see the weapon that makes you overcome. So the weapon of overcomers is what I'm speaking about. The weapon of overcomers. The weapons of overcomers. Number one weapon of an overcomer is the word of God. The word of God. The Bible says, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of testimony. The word of their testimony is the word of God. Now, young men, he says, I have written to you, young men, because you are strong. I want you to see that. They are strong. And the word of God abides in you. One of the reasons why they are strong is because the word of God abides in them. Let me start from verse 12. He listed three stages of life. Little children, fathers, young men. <clears throat> he said, I write to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. So don't allow what you've done in the past to stop you from moving forward. Your sins are forgiven for his name's sake. He said, I write to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. Then he went on, he says, I write to you, young men, because you have overcome the wicked one. Now, he said to the young ones, know that are constantly on the move, don't, 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 don't worry, don't worry. If you blow it, God is there for you. It's not a license for you to be looking for opportunity to, to blow it. That's not what he's saying. But he said, in case you miss it, in case you make, you, 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 you make some mistake this year, don't because of that abandon the word of God. Because the weapon of overcomer is the word of God. You must study the word of God. Your strength to triumph over the evil one comes from the word of God. But it's not just the word of God in the Bible. The word of God that abides in you. And how would the word of God abide in you? You must learn to study the word. You must learn to study the word. You see, Satan has two activities. There are only two activities that Satan has been doing, has been involved in all this Why? The first activity of Satan is temptation. Temptation. The second activity of Satan is accusation. <clears throat> there are, those are the two things that Satan has been busy doing. He's tempting and he's accusing. Now, the only way, the weapon you need to have to overcome Satan in any of his activity is still the same weapon, the word of God. He accuses and he tempts. That's all he does. He came to the Garden of Eden and he tempted them and accused God. He tempted Adam and Eve and accused God. He said, it's not true. If you eat from that tree, you shall surely not die. God knows that if you eat it, you will be like God, accusing God of lying and deception. Meanwhile, he's tempting Adam and Eve. He accuses us, 
with the sin that he tempted us to fall into. That's his strategy. He's the one that will bring the temptation. And then when you fall into the temptation, he turns around and accuses you before God. How do you win the word? Through the word. He came to accuse Jesus and to tempt Jesus. <clears throat> you say, why? how did he accuse Jesus? When he used the word, if you are the son of God, that's to accuse him, you are lying, you say you are the son of God. Prove yourself you are the son of God. If you are the son of God, turn this bread into, and this stone into bread. And Jesus says, no, if and but, you shall not live by bread alone, by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Then he accused him, he tempted him. Even you, he's accusing you, he's tempting you. Let me make sure you understand. The very name Satan means accuser. The name Satan means accuser. That's the name, or adversary. And, and so he says, he says, they overcame in second, I mean in Revelation chapter 2, verse, uh, verse um, <clears throat> um, 11. He said, and I had, let me read from verse 10. He said, do not fear of all those things which you are about to suffer. Indeed, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison that you may be tested. The reason is that you may be tested and you will have tribulation. He said, be faithful until the end. I will give you the crown of life. I will give you the crown of life. When he was talking to the, to the church of Spina, he said, you are going to be tempted. You are going to be tested. And hear this. He is going to tempt you. He is going to test you. Now, why is he that he tests you and tempts you? Because he knows that when he tempts you, it's a test of your faith. When he tempts you, it's a test of your faith. Look at what he did to Adam and Eve. He tempted them to test their faith in God. <clears throat> when Satan brings temptation, he brings temptation as the method to actually test your faith in God. For example, if Satan wants to, meet, to, to test my faith, in the area of my finances. That is the area he wants to test me. He will now tempt me with what I possess, whether I'm willing to let it go. He will say, you want to give all those to God? You will have nothing left. That's a test temptation. But his goal is actually to test me whether I, will be, whether I truly believe that God is my provider. You see, so he tempts, but the goal is actually to test. So he tempts you and he tests you. Now, how do you overcome it? You overcome it by the word. It is written. It is written. Now, look at what John said in 1 John chapter 2, verses 1 to 2. He said, my little children, I am writing these things so that you may not sin. But if any of you sins... You have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. is the propitiation for your sins and not for yours alone, but for the whole world. In other words, 
when you, if you find yourself, listen to this, if you find yourself by any means that you, you did something wrong this year, don't run away from God. Run to God. Don't run away from God. Run to God. The goal of Satan is to, uh, to tempt you and then once he notices that you fall for the temptation, he will now run to God and accuse you that you don't believe him. You don't trust him. That See, I told you. I told you he will deny you. He would deny you in that area. Look at what he did to Job. He was the one that told God, are you protecting Job for nothing? Uh, if you let me touch Job, Job will curse you to your face. And God said, well, go touch him, but don't touch his life. He came back again to come and accuse Job. Listen, the devil is a liar. This year, if you stick to the word, if you stick to the reading of the word, if you stick to the memorization of the word, if you stick to the confession the word, you have a weapon that will make you to overcome all the time. Now realize this. Christ has already made you righteous. Regardless of what Satan is saying. So when you blew it and Satan is saying, hey, how will God answer you? Reply Satan and say, because Christ already paid for it. Are you hearing me? When he tells you, you just did this. There is no way God can answer your prayer. Tell him, Satan, you miss it again. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Christ already paid for it. And what Christ paid for, I am not going to pay for it again. Listen, don't allow Satan to minister to you this, this year. Don't let him withdraw you from the word. Let me tell you this. If Satan can get you to be repeating the word of man instead of the word of God, he will, he will defeat you. No matter how eloquent you are, it is the word of God that will give you victory. Not the word of man. Therefore, stick to the word and the world is yours. I'll be right back. Thank you, Bishop, for that anointed word that has summoned us as believers to take hold of the weapons of overcomers. We cannot wait to hear more. Here are some important announcements. Join us for the first oil change ministry service with Bishop Israel Ade Ajala on Friday, January 29th at 7 p.m. The oil change service is a power-packed anointed ministry service that will impact Packed your life greatly. Sundays at 8.30, 10 o'clock, and 11.30 a.m., our in-person services continue along with our Wednesday and Friday services at 7 p.m. All services follow CDC guidelines. On Thursdays, our food bank is serving the community from 1 to 5 p.m. For more information, please contact us at 720-859-1737. And you can make a difference and give to get connected with Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. No gift is too small or too large. Go to adeajala.org and click on donate. All donations are tax deductible. 
Bishop, the word that you so powerfully ministered, the weapons of overcomers, in particular, the number one weapon being the word of God. As believers, Bishop, it causes us to make a decision as to whose report we will believe. Bishop, how can we, in this new year of 2021, be more encouraged to know and hear the report of the Lord from the word of God as opposed to believing the word of the enemy? Well, the only way you will do that is to continue to abide in the word. There is no shortcut. There are so many voices that we hear. Our, the voice of God, the voice of man, the, mo- the voice, your own personal voice, and the voice of Satan. All these are voices that come to us. The only way you are able to separate your own voice, the voice of the enemy, the voice of man, from the voice of God is being to become familiar and uh, to, with the word of God, that you get to know the character of God through his word. Watch this. How do you do that, though? Because that's the question. The question is by studying the word consistently. Now, um, United States just went through a tumultuous uh, challenge in our government um, this past week. I, I mean, it, it was bad. But what led to that was exactly what, um, uh, is, what your question is about that. People not understanding the voice of man from the voice of God. People are now mistaking the voice of man and calling it the voice of God. And why did he get there? Number one, laziness. People become lazy in reading the word of God themselves. So what did they do? They are deferring their destiny into the hand of so-called prophet who also have allowed man's encomium to get to their head that they now walk in presumption. You see, that doesn't mean they are not Christian. That just means that they were careless in the way they handle the word of God. To be careless doesn't mean to be dumb. It just means that you need to be more careful. That you get familiar with the character of God. When somebody, if anybody gave a prophecy around me, or he said, oh, this is what God says. You know the first thing I would think about? Does this meet the character of God? As long as I begin to realize this is not consistent with the character of God that I read about and I know. I know that person is talking from the emotion, from the flesh. Unfortunately, many people were led astray by that over-sensationalization or whatever it is of individuals calling themselves, so to say, prophet. And you know the problem also is this. Even those who are saying they were prophet, they were very, very, very convinced that God spoke to them. What brought them to that point? They became careless in handling the word of God without matching it with the character of God. For example, look at what John said. My little children, I'm writing this to you that you may not sin. But if you sin, you have an advocate. Now, if you are going to give a prophecy about how God is mad at you, everybody, you've got to realize 
That doesn't match the character of God. Yes, does God correct sinners? Absolutely. But what is his goal? That they will not perish and that they will come to repentance. But when we begin to uh, become lazy in handling the Bible, we will begin to put God and wrap him in our own image. For example, if I am a very vengeful man by nature, when I'm going to give prophecy, my prophecy, if I'm not careful, will be reflecting my weakness in that area. That God is going to judge you. God is going to destroy you. God is No, that, that is why anybody handling the word of God must be extremely careful to stick to the word and let the word interpret himself. You see, so if you don't want to be led astray by the word of man, the word of Satan, your own voice, and you want to recognize the voice of God, you must be familiar with the Bible. You must read the Bible day and night. Let me say it again this week. If you read two pages of the Bible in the morning, two pages, not two chapters, two pages, and you read two pages in the afternoon, and you read two pages in the evening, if you start now, you will read the Bible through two times this year. Two times. Nine-year-old, 12-year-old, young ones are finishing the Bible in our church. It's not that difficult. I'm asking you, two pages in the morning, two pages in the afternoon, two pages in the evening. So a whole day you read six pages. If you start today, if you start today, today Friday, if you start, I can guarantee you that by the end of May, or at middle of June, you will have finished the Bible the first time. And you can start all over again. That is how easy it is to finish the Bible. The church is filled with people who, don't, who are not familiar with what is written. They only follow what man says. And when man gets it wrong, you get it wrong too. I am not the type of a pastor that wants all my members to depend on me. I want them to depend on the word of God, on the Lord. So you point them to the word. Go read the word. Go read the word. Now, do I need to call me? Yes. When you read the word, you get to certain area you don't understand. Then the teaching priest comes in and explain it and make it plain. Because we've seen in the Bible where the Ethiopian eunuch was reading the word and he didn't understand it until Thomas and uh, Philip get into the Philip got into the into the in, into the wagon and said, "Do you not understand what you are reading?" He said, "I don't understand since nobody explained it to me." And and Philip explained it to him and eventually baptized him. Now watch this. That is what we need. That you yourself read the word of God. You are not God's grandchild. You are God's child. You are not God's stepson. You are not stepdaughter. You are God's child. He died for you. He wants you to know him. Through the word, when you read the word of God, God is speaking to you. Through prayer, you are speaking to God. Did you hear that? When you read the Bible, God is speaking to you. When you pray, you are speaking to God. You need both. You need to speak to God. A lot of people will speak to God, speak to God, but they don't allow God to speak to them. Let God speak to you first, and then you speak to God. When I want to do my prayer time in the morning, I thank God, I worship him. Then I read his word before I pray because I want him to speak to me. And then it is out of what he spoke to me that I will now base my speaking to him on. And when I finish 
praying, I still wait whether he will drop a passage in my spirit, he will talk to me in a certain way or the other. You know, there are many ways. But unless you familiarize yourself with the, the Bible, the written word, listen to me, the spoken word that comes from men can be misleading. Can I say it again? If you despise the logos, you risk getting wrong lemma. If you, if you don't take logos, what is written very serious, you will be fed with wrong word that is not from God that people will say is God's word. Let what just went through, what the nation just went through, where pastors why just missing it left and right? Let it be a wake-up call. It shouldn't cause us to be to feel to feel bad or feel humiliated, but it should cause us to say, let's return to the Lord, let's return to his word. And that also, even when you are when everybody is, is, is saying something else, that's what has helped me. I don't care if everyone, 300 million plus in America, has said something. And they all agree, if it is not in the Bible, I am willing to stand alone against what everybody is saying. And that's what I did. Doesn't mean I'm better than them, but I'm so convinced that the word of God is superior than to the word of man. I don't care how big their megaphone may be. The confidence I have is the word of God is the final authority. And is what you have as a weapon to overcome the temptation of Satan, to overcome the test of Satan and to overcome sin and the accusation of Satan. They overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word of testimony. Ah, Brothers and sisters, I want to pray for you now. They are telling me my time is up. Father, in the name of Jesus, I decree over your people as they open your word to read this year, let the heavens open. And, they are on, and the understanding of your people be open to comprehend your word, to understand your word, that they will arise and they will shine and they will walk like gods on this earth because you have given us authority to overcome through the word of God. Lord, I thank you. Let your word bring illumination and bring healing and bring deliverance into the life of, of your people till we meet again next week. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Get Connected with Bishop Israel Adeyajala is a radio ministry of Kingdom Connection Christian Center, the wealthy place where champions are raised. Join Bishop Israel Adeyajala and the Kingdom Connection Christian Center Church family for services on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Fridays at 7 p.m. and Sundays. For more information, call 720-859-1737 or visit us at kcconline.org. Until next week, thank you for joining us.